I'm Lights Camera Jackson. Welcome to the LCJ Q&A podcast. You can also read these interviews at animationscoop.com. It's not wabbit season. It's not duck season. It's Bugs Bunny Builders season. The brand new animated series for families, Bugs Bunny Builders. It premieres this Monday, July 25th part of the Cartoonito block on Cartoon Network. That's at 8 a.m. And then all the episodes go to HBO Max the next day, part of the uh, Cartoonito hub there on HBO Max, uh, Tuesday, July 26th. And joining me right now, the supervising producer and showrunner of Bugs Bunny Builders, Abe Audish. Abe, I love this construction hat with the Bugs Bunny ears. It is fantastic. I love it on you. It looks great. Fantastic. Uh, Happy to be here. Thank you. Thank you for sending this to all the folks at, at Warner Brothers and, and Cartoon Network for sending this. So excited to talk with you about this show. You know, there hasn't been a uh, Looney Tunes show for preschoolers in about 20 years. And I really think preschoolers are going to love this. Why this show? Why this concept? And why now after 20 years to do a Looney Tunes preschool series? Well, I think the whole thing was, you know, we have so many different iterations of Looney Tunes and the Looney Tunes brand. I'm sure everybody knows that it's, it's geared toward, uh, you know, an older audience. Um, mm-hmm. So we were looking for a way to just kind of find a, an entryway for, for the brand and for our younger audience. And so it just kind of made sense um, that, you know, we would take this approach and really see if this was doable in a sense, you know. Mm. My four-year-old cousin, loves construction vehicles. He is so yeah. into that right now. He's going to try on this hard hat for sure and, and may want to keep it. He is so into that. I think he's going to love this series. You put a lot of care into the designs of the vehicles that Bugs and Daffy and the others use in this show. Tell me about putting together uh, the looks of those vehicles. So a lot of this too with preschool and stuff, we understand we have a younger audience. And so a lot of it, you know, we understand maybe their, um, vo- their vocabulary and their vernacular, like they they're not as vocal as you know us and, and they don't know exactly the characters and that's what we want to do now with the designs what we were hoping to do was really just make them friendly you know of course we want them to to enjoy the the looks of the the vehicles but also too to be able to point out and be like i like that one i like the gray one i like the peach one i like lola's vehicle like we wanted to give them each their own personality uh to each vehicle so that the younger audience can really kind of pick out and and understand that each vehicle is different and they can really follow them and track them throughout the series. Mm, That's really important to identify with the characters, identify with what they're using, and then to say to their parents and grandparents to go out to the stores and buy them. Are they (laughs) going to be available soon? Uh, I hope so. <laughs> yeah, it, I'm sure it's in the works and stuff. Like nice. That. Very good. And, and what are the building blocks to a great episode of an animated series, and in particular, the building blocks to a great episode of this show? I think it's really finding that line. You know, we have to, we took great care in understanding our audience, but also the brand. And I think that was like a, a big thing for me because I grew up with Looney Tunes and I have two wonderful daughters of my own. Um, and I think it was really kind of bringing the wackiness, the looniness and the fun of the Looney Tunes that we've all enjoyed for years and years and years, but also understanding our audience and they don't get some of the jokes, the older jokes and and some of that wittiness and stuff. And so kind of packaging it so that they can enjoy it, you know, so the younger audience can be brought in and, and really en- enjoy it. And so when a um, family or whoever or friends or, you know, um, talk about Bugs Bunny, they can relate to it. They can relate to the Looney Tunes brand and these characters. 
what I think is so fun for people of all ages, but especially those older audience members who are going to be watching this, is the way you insert the supporting characters. Like in the racetrack episode, the Roadrunner shows up and competes with the cars, which is a really smart idea. Well, I think everybody's familiar with them. And so we wanted to make sure... The one thing too is we wanted to make sure that it's not just familiar characters and it's just, oh, hey, here's the road running. But we're trying to build a world. You know, we're trying to build a, this Looney Bird and it's, you know, not just, hey, here's some characters in the vehicles and they're doing stuff. It's a whole community. And mm -hmm. so having these supporting characters come in and be those characters in, in real life and, and, and those supporting characters that you would see in mailmans and, and, you know, drivers and stuff like that. So, I think it was important. It wasn't just like, hey, they're familiar characters, but we wanted to set them in a world. So it felt genuinely like a place kids and hopefully adults would want to go and hang out and be part of. Yeah. And you say build a world. I mean, we've got eight episodes, 11 minutes each. It's, it's this two hour block uh, of episodes. But to me, when I hear somebody say, I want to build a world and somebody to invest themselves in, I feel like it's going to go beyond just these eight episodes. Is that the vision? Where do you want to take Looney Berg? Uh, everywhere. <laughs> we want to take it everywhere. We want to introduce a bunch of different characters. Again, there's the Looney Tube brand is so expansive and there's so many great characters in there. We really want to, you know, be able to touch on them and, and explore different, you know, um, areas and cultures and different type of building blocks and things around the world that, you know, most, hopefully most kids either haven't seen or haven't been exposed to. And we want to just kind of set it out there. On Bugs Bunny Builders, Chani Parekh makes her debut as Lola. How was it bringing her in to voice this iconic character? Fantastic. Chani is uh, so wonderful to work with. Um, I, I, you know, there's different iterations for, uh, of Lola, but for us, uh, this is the Lola we wanted and the Lola we needed. <laughs> Again, I can't say enough. Uh, she really brought the character to life. Beautiful. Abe Audish is with me here on the LCJ Q&A podcast, the showrunner and supervising producer of Bugs Bunny Builders this Monday, July 25th on Cartoon Network, Tuesday, July 26th on HBO Max. How did you want to balance the fun? And there is so much fun. I've seen three episodes of this and there's so much fun at Zadie Disc with real lessons that these preschoolers and, and all family members can learn. There's a lot about being decisive. There's a lot about making decisions, sticking with something, trusting in others. Those are some great themes that you really explore in these fun episodes. Yeah, we wanted to keep the fun. I mean, first and foremost, again, you know, we want to make sure we understand our audience. We don't want to lose them. We want to, we want them to enjoy the the episodes and, and the cartoon and, and the show. Um, and having that curriculum there, um, having that, like you like you said, this kind of learning curriculum where it's all about community and and making decisions and, and being true to yourself and all that happened kind of organically with these characters. And so when it was trying to fit both of them into it, um, bringing the Looney Tunes brand and the preschool, it kind of happened organically. You know, there we've had these characters and their personalities, and I think those personalities fit, and the looniness and the wackiness that they bring to it really just kind of organically happened. And for me personally, uh, again, being a, a dad and all, I wanted to make sure we made, you know, this these episodes and this show was family friendly. I don't, you know, we have that younger audience and it's geared to them, but I want, you know, I always enjoyed watching cartoons with my with my girls and 
to have family and, and friends and stuff like that. Hopefully they're watching with their with their young ones. And when they walk by and they're like, I know that character. I know, is that Roadrunner? You know, and I want them to sit and I want everybody to really enjoy these, you know, like they did the past iterations. Sure. You are continuing the legacy of these characters and a new um, exploration into them. And not too many people can say, you know, I've had the chance to make Bugs Bunny to literally make the character and to make him into something that families can watch from the inside. What is the magic? What is the secret to these characters that you've learned as you've made Bugs Bunny builders? Oh, uh, I don't know if it's a secret. It's um, they're so iconic. I mean, I have so much to work with from the past. They're so iconic in themselves. And it's, it's so it's really kind of finding what works for the show and what works for that younger audience. Um, I don't know if it's so much a secret, but I think it's, I, I'll say this, the crew we have uh, and the crew that we've put together enjoys it, you know, and I think that's part of it. It's it's having that love of watching it and growing up with it. If if that's the secret, that's the secret. It's the the love of these characters and really wanting to make sure they shine and and, and stay true to the character, the original core of the characters. And I think that was a big deal for me. Um, and, and with a lot of the, my, my coworkers and, you know, the writers and, and the directors and all that, they all grew up on this, you know? And so making sure you don't, you know, you have this kind of feeling storm that you're like, I can't mess this up. I can't, I got to make sure they're funny and I got to make sure they're wacky. Uh, so I think just, uh, uh, down the whole list, it's just everybody, when you get to it, everybody wanted to stay true to the characters and be meaningful to what they stand for. You can tell the care that you and your entire crew has has put into this. And speaking of a crew, the Looney Construction crew, have you thought about what you would want them to build for you? Uh, for me personally? Yeah. Oh, man. Um, I think just, uh, oh, I never really thought of that. I would say probably redo my house, redo my home, put some fun slides in there, uh, maybe some kind of carport that can shoot, wash my car and shoot it out and the awesome background where and maybe something where from my bedroom to the pool or something like that to slide uh, but yeah maybe just <laughs> redoing my home uh, i bet, I bet I your kids would love that yeah i bet your kids yeah, would love sure. the, the slides yeah yeah no i like it it's like yeah you know while we're at it yeah they could redo my whole house yes uh, you know it's time it makes sense i love that that's great, <laughs> great. what about Ice cream for your birthday. That's a great episode with Taz. What would you want uh, your scoops of ice cream to be from the Looney Construction crew? Oh, that's a great question. Uh, I don't think anyone's ever asked me that. That's great. Um, I would have to have strawberry as my base. Uh, then I think I, yeah, definitely have to have some vanilla in there. I think just to kind of, you know, offset it. Uh, then I'd probably finish up with some mint chocolate chip. I think that would be my, my topper there. Yeah. I think that's it. But I think you have to separate them, too. I don't want the mint chocolate chip next to the strawberry. I want the strawberry, vanilla, and then the mint chocolate chip. That's why I think the vanilla is kind of the buffer between the two. Okay. If Bugs and the others are listening to this, that's your order, Abe. That's your that's your birthday ice cream order. And the other episode I got to watch uh, is the water slide at the park. Yes. And all of that with Boghorn Leghorn. That's really like some of those themes that you have about... Um, trusting others and and uh, not making too many requests without asking for permission and all of that comes through really good. What about uh, a water slide experience that you've had? Any crazy wild stories uh, like some of the wackiness that ensues in that episode? 
I do. Um, back when I was, I think, uh, 15 or 16, a friend and I went to uh, a local water park out here and they had one of those big just drop down slides. Uh, and I was terrified. I, I didn't want to do it, but I didn't want to look like a chicken in front of my buddy because he was this cool kind of jock guy. Um, so we went up there and I went first and he said uh, he was telling the guy because the guy kind of the lifeguard up there kind of nudges you down. And so he says, push him, push him real hard, push him hard. And I was like, please, please don't, don't, don't push me hard. Just send me over. And so he sends me over uh, and it terrified me. And then when I got to the bottom, I got out and I looked up and I see my buddy pretty much come flying out of the chute. Uh, and he had pushed him as hard as he had wanted uh, the lifeguard to push me. And he, he wasn't too thrilled or happy with that, but uh, it had me cracking up, so. I love that story. That's one of my favorite. Oh, that is really funny. And all that fun you get through Bugs Bunny Builders. And that's why I think yes. families are going to relate to, to these episodes because you have the fun and the wackiness and the zaniness, but the relatability and the stories everybody can think of. So you succeed with that really, really well. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Abe Audish, the supervising producer and showrunner of Bugs Bunny Builders. It premieres this Monday, July 25th on Cartoon Network, part of Cartoonito. That's at 8 a.m. And then all the episodes the next day go to HBO Max and the Cartoonito uh, block and hub there. Really appreciate your time today. Thank you. I think Looney Tunes fans and a new generation are going to love this show. Thank you for being on the LCJ Q&A today. Thank you, Jackson. And it's a pleasure, uh, pleasure talking to you. And please wear that hat as much as you can. I absolutely will. <laughs> I'm Light Scammer Jackson. For more of these episodes, go to Apple Podcasts, Podbean, and Spotify. That's where you can get all the LCJ Q&A podcast episodes. And for even more, go to lightstashcamera-jackson.com.